CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Welcome in to another episode of Anchor Moms the Podcast. We have a really fun guest on today, I know, Katie. I liked her so much. Uh, so this is Ashley Heron-Smith. Uh, she is based out of New Jersey, um, and she has done, like, all things entertainment. She started in, like, daytime TV. She worked, get this, on the Martha Stewart mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. as, like, a, a talent booker. Um, and she has done a lot of different things. When she had her, she has a, a one kid. He's four years old, Sebastian. And when she had him, she decided to kind of change gears a little bit um, and she did some uh, videos. I thought this was really cool. Some videos highlighting the businesses, the people in her community there mm-hmm. in New Jersey and kind of got going in that. And then she got picked up by Scary Mommy doing a podcast for them for a while. She now does the Momtourage podcast. So if you're a big mom podcaster, you mm-hmm. may have heard of it. Uh, she does that with another gal, and uh, they do some wonderful things over there on all things mom life. They often interview some big-time celebrities. She talks about some of the folks that uh, she interviewed, one in particular who she interviewed recently in this uh, interview today. So listen in to Ashley. Uh, hope you enjoy. And Ashley is here joining us this morning. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we're excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yay. Okay, so you if you've listened to the podcast um, at all, when we have guests, we always have uh, three questions that we ask them. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, so if you weren't doing what you're doing right now, what would you be doing? Like if you weren't in entertainment, what would be your your career choice? I got to tell you, I don't know if I would choose something not in entertainment. It's really? like so, yeah, it's it's really just so, like, such a core part of who I am. Like, I don't even know if I can separate my identity at this sure. point. I mean, uh, when I was little, when I wasn't dreaming about, you know, being an actress or a you know, Mariah Carey or something <laughs> like that, um, I... It was like marine biologist. And then I realized, oh, you know what? I'm terrified of sharks. And right. Being in <laughs> right. water. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I really love entertainment. And I've had so many different jobs in this industry at this point that, um, you know, I think about sometimes, oh, I've missed my calling as like an Olivia Pope, like PR crisis management. Yes. But even that would be an entertainment somehow, I think. Like, right. I would love to be the person that um, celebrities have some terrible scandal and go to to fix it. Oh. I think I have really good ideas, but, you know, still entertainment. <laughs> right. Well, right. you know, I have to say, like, good for you for, like, finding the 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 career path for you and, like, knowing that that's, nope, that's really all I want to do. <laughs> yeah yeah I just it it's it feeds like my creative needs I guess mm-hmm. it allows me to you know develop my own things and feel creatively fulfilled 
And really, that's that's like the most I can ask for in life. Sure. Other than you know, love, right? Family, <laughs> sure. And love, yeah. Family, right? You right, right. Over, right. Overall right. happiness. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what? So what are you currently obsessed with? Is there a product? Is there a thing? Like, what are you? What can you not live without right now? Okay, so um, so many things. I'm obsessed with my new face. Not like I had plastic surgery and I got a new face, but the the device. The new face. Okay. Do you know what that no. is? Oh, no. no. Tell us all about it. Oh, my God. Okay. So I'm like a skincare junkie. I'd rather spend so much time doing skincare than I would makeup. Okay. Um, mm. And it's a little, it's a microcurrent device. It is a little bit pricey, but in my opinion, I've never had Botox or anything like that. And I'm just trying to delay ever having to do those things. And this helps with that. So in my mm. mind, it's worth the cost. Yeah, sure. Um, and it's a microcurrent device. You have to put like a some kind of conducting gel on your face, um, and um, it just like basically gives your facial muscles a workout. And hmm. it like lifts everything. It Ooh. like makes your jaw. You know, like I'm getting to that age where I'm starting to see things sink a little bit. It's, <gasps> it's making the jowls disappear. Ooh. It makes my cheekbones pop. Yeah. So the new face is like I, I'm dying for them to sponsor me because I am so. Um, legitimately <laughs> in love with this product. So, what do you um, do it every day? Like, how often do you do it? So, at first, you have to do it like uh, five to six days a week. Okay. And then, after about like three months, you can, I guess, downgrade to two to three times a week. But I have not gotten to that point yet. And honestly, like, you know, working and being a mom, it's challenging to be able to do it five days a week. So, um, I keep like getting on my five day cycle and then getting off of it. What, and how uh, long does it take? It, how long is each session? You could probably do it in as little as like eight minutes. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm a Virgo, so it you know <laughs> once I start something, I'm like, well, I just may as well do this right. Um, <laughs> and it probably takes me like twenty, twenty five minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so what? That's, what? That's like, one. I'm so intrigued. Like, I want to go buy one right now. But how are we? Yeah. How much are we talking here? Okay, so um, you can buy a refurbished one. Okay. On like Nordstrom Rack, uh-huh. refurbished with no attachments, and it's the Trinity, I think, Mini, and okay. that's about one fifty. Okay. I bought the complete set, which was like a brand new Trinity, like the super powered Trinity with the two attachments. One is the eye and lip attachment, and the other is like a, a red light wrinkle thing. And that was four fifty. Yeah, my husband like literally hates show. you right now because I'm I'm gonna leave this podcast and I'm gonna go like order all this stuff. So, I know. Sorry, my, Brian. Yeah, sorry. Brian. My <laughs> husband was very like, really, you need this, and I was like, yes, well, it's this. Yes, or you need I it. can go get Botox. Right, every right, month right. It's very expensive as well. Exactly. And you have yes. to do it for yeah, yeah. No, yes. I think you're I think you're onto something. I love okay. it. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so I know that you've talked to some celebrities. You've had, like, a lot of different experiences in your career. What is the craziest thing to have happened to you? Oh, uh, well, you know, I used to work with celebrities more so than I do now. Um, I started my career in daytime television at the Martha Stewart Show and at Wendy Williams. And um, it was great for stories to tell at a party, you know, it was Mm -hmm. like just all kinds of like 
anything that would run the gamut from, you know, Martha Stewart screaming at me to <laughs> um, celebrities who were awesome to celebrities who weren't, weren't so awesome. awesome. Yeah. So part of my training was like learning how to make a cappuccino on this really beautiful, expensive espresso maker, learning right. how to make a latte, knowing what tray, you know, like it really fed into this kind of domestic part of me that I have. Right. Um, and so when Conan was on, I brought his tray with his cappuccino or latte or whatever he asked for. And he was so blown away by the level of like service. Cause if you've worked on any other daytime show, it's like they give you like a platter of like old muffins and right. call it a day and like a carafe of coffee. Right. This but, was like a whole other but this level. This is like Martha Stewart, right? Like you had to like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so he basically told my boss and Martha that he was going to put me in a paper bag and take me back to Conan and, and just uh, have yes. me work for him because he was like so blown away by everything. And it was wow. just such a genuinely nice, wholesome, you know, it wasn't creepy in any no. way like some other people have been. It was yeah. just a really nice comment and yeah. made me feel really good. And it was just like a cappuccino. That's all it takes, right? Sometimes it's yeah, like something on a simple. tray. Yeah, on a beautiful wood tray. That's all it was. That's so all easy. It was. That's so fun that you like have all these fun stories with these people that like no one can imagine like meeting and hanging out with for a bit. You know? Yeah, it was. It was a very. Uh, sometimes I think I should write a book about it, but I don't know how invasive that is, and if I'll ever <laughs> be able to book anyone ever again. Right. Um. But yeah, lots of crazy, crazy experiences at that point in my life, and I was like all of. I started that job at 21, so oh wow, yeah, it, it was it was crazy to be doing this at that age and and just having these experiences with people. Well, let's um let's get into our first article, Katie. Okay, oh is it me? Okay, mm -hmm. all right. And Ashley, so you had you had uh, we sent these to you, so ho hopefully you had an yeah. opportunity to like check some of them out. Okay, so yeah. this one is from uh, the University of Central Florida news. It's like their little news department there, and um. I don't know, this like struck fear in my heart. Parents who post more photos of their children online tend to have a more permissive style and allow their kids to use social media at younger ages. So they did this study. Um, a, a new study finds that parents who share photos, um, they, they share photos and they post them beyond small networks of family and friends. So they're posting on like public networks like social media, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, and it raises, they talk about how it raises privacy and safety concerns. Um, and they, they talk about how the findings also show that parents don't see parental sharing as much different from regular photo sharing and rarely ask for their young children's input. Um, I share lots and lots of photos of my daughter, River. Are, do you, Ashley, do you do a lot of photo sharing of, of your, you have a son or a daughter? Remind me. I have a son. You have a son. Have That's a what son. I thought. Okay. Yeah. And he's four. Uh -huh. um, yeah. I I certainly do my fair of sharing. I mean, also, I'm a mom podcaster. Yes. Like, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yes. We, we, do, we like, feel that. Yeah. Carrie and I do our fair share of like, excuse the expression, but like whoring our kids out yes. for things, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's part of our livelihood. It's, it's a job perk. We got to interview Blippi, who is my son's favorite. <gasps> and, oh my God. River loves Blippi. Wait, I just have to yeah. ask you, how was it? Is he weird? Nice. What? Um, he was very nice. Uh-huh. He's a little like... <laughs> 
Do we I need to, to like email email like a later about this, like text later about this? Yeah, maybe. But um, <laughs> he was very nice. He just look. The truth of the matter is, you know, I will. I go into watching everything, and I'm sure you ladies do too, uh-huh. with your like producer glasses on sure. and yep. like uh-huh. trying to see like. You know, you Lippy went from like spelling orange wrong on his show to having this huge Following. Amazon show. Yeah. Um. So it, it was very interesting to get that perspective, <laughs> uh, like kind of like a behind the veil perspective. But I will tell you this: I cried. Um, meeting really? Lippy. Yeah, I I didn't mean to. I did not go into it. it I certainly was like not thinking I was going to cry meeting this guy yeah. that has been kind of the bane of my existence for like yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. So point. if you were, I mean, we should just say this, like if, I mean, I'm just going to say this. River loves Blippy. We have even seen, we saw Blippy live last month here Whoa. in Asheville. Oh yeah. We're like next level. Um, but I will say this, like he, um, it's, it's one of those shows that you, it's as a parent, I would not encourage your child to start watching if they're not into it no. already because it's, it's a lot. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It it is it is a lot. But I I cried because it was you know Blippy was kind of a a glimpse at the outside world for my son during the pandemic. Yes. You know mm-hmm. I yeah. I realized that what he was so into with Blippy was that Blippy was going places no, and my son yeah. wasn't going anywhere. No. So right. I just said like. Hey, I just want to thank you for everything that you've done for my son during Aww. this pandemic. And I just started getting very emotional. Yeah. Horribly embarrassed. And you could see he was like touched, but a little uncomfortable, <laughs> you know. But I don't think he planned on grown women crying to him that day. Right. Um, right. But well, my point of the Blippy story is yeah. I had the opportunity to have my kid talk to actual Blippy. Yeah. I'm not going to not take that opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, if mm-hmm. I can make his little heart thing I would I'm absolutely gonna do that yeah and post about it on social media right 100 percent. yes I mean every little accomplishment but I do understand all the concerns I mean it does scare me that you know the fact that I live uh look I'm I'm not Kristen Bell but there is some level of a public life that I'm living and my account is public because obviously I'm always trying to gain followers sure as it helps my career Mm -hmm. um but it's a little scary to me that there any old creeper can be out there surveying details of my life and my child's life right it's uncomfortable to me well and I just sort of wonder I often wonder my river is almost four so very close in age to your son what like when she grows up what is she gonna think about like as soon as she realizes what social media is which let's be honest is not that far off in the future what is she gonna think about all these posts that I did of her you know like that's the that's the thing and I mean honestly there's not really like it's not like we have like a case study for like oh this is what like generations ago parents were doing because like this didn't exist when we were kids like yep. we you know like it's not like I can refer back to how I felt when my mom posted social media pictures of me because like it wasn't a thing you know yeah so, I think that's right. the big the big yeah. scary is just the question mark right? right like what are we and in 10 years if we look back and are like oh that super damaged our children like <laughs> we can't what go are we back do? like yeah, yeah. we'll be yeah. sending them to therapy exactly. I'm sure the yeah. thing that well, really I mean Sorry, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say the thing that really stuck out to me in this article 
a th- that you know they interviewed 500 parents of, of, of kids you know about these issues a third of kids age seven to nine use social media which yeah. blew my mind because you know my oldest is about to turn seven and like in my head I had like a lot more years to like yeah <laughs> like before this was gonna start and I'm like oh wait wait what like seven-year-olds can get on yeah. social media like oh my that feels really soon yeah yeah you and know it, it, there's so many levels of concern with it like how do you protect your child when they're on social media mm-hmm. uh, we all see like really scary things that happen we just talked about this um tiktok star i don't even know her name i don't remember um but essentially she like during she started tiktok when she was 13 uh, during, oh, at the beginning of the pandemic and she got so so huge and has had like made so much money has really like um, got a, a lot of amazing experiences out of it but she got a, a stalker I read that and the stalker mm, I just yeah read story. the stalker yes. came to her house <gasps> and shot no. open her her ho- the door to her house and mm. shot open her bedroom door and her dad ended up he's like a, a He's, he was in the police force. I don't remember the specifics. But he ended up shooting the kid, and the, oh, the guy died. Gosh, I know. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, and all this girl was doing was dancing on TikTok. Yeah. Now, did she know her fan base was primarily male? Yes. There's a lot of different factors, and I'm not, that's not to victim blame in any way. It's just. It, there is no black and white with mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's frightening as a parent uh, in in this time. And you also want to be able to share your life with people. I, I it's I, There is no cut and dry answer for me, essentially. Yeah. This is one of the things that I weigh with myself all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what the right answer is. Right. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it. I mean, this uh, this topic has come up several times on the podcast just because we get like rated every week, like rankings amongst our uh, at our news station at our news station. Yeah. So and honestly, the of course, the pictures, this will not surprise anyone. The pictures that, you know, or the the posts that get the most interaction are like pictures of your personal life. Right. Like with your kids, like hanging out, Mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of like if you don't post that kind of stuff. I don't want to say you're putting your career in jeopardy, but like certainly you're not as successful as you could be or you feel like you're not competing. So it's just, it's a very, I don't know. Tricky. It's a really tricky thing. Yeah. So when you say you get rated, what do you mean? Like, so we get rankings. Um, so I don't know. Let's say how many people, how many, how many on-air, on-air people, people we Let's have at our station? 25, 30, I don't mm-hmm. know. And so every week we get um, an email saying, like, oh, Katie. Katie Killen was like number five on Instagram this week. Um, uh, you know, I, like ha, uh, like and it like breaks of, like, down. There's some sort of algorithm, right? right? And so it like breaks down how many things you right. posted, how many interactions you got, yeah. how much engagement, got and then it, it like ranks every on-air person. So you're like competing with, wow. you know, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of like there's pressure, right? There's pressure yeah. to like. I don't want to post a bunch of river, but also I don't want to be like dead last in the rankings, right? right. You know, so one hundred percent. Yeah, you know, we we get sponsorships through the podcast, and sometimes those sponsorships they want us to do things with yeah. our children, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and and include them in video content right. or, you know, 
that's money. Yeah. <laughs> that's money that like puts food on the table and pays bills. Right. How do we say no to that? Right. So I I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's such a it's such a weighted topic yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's one that we haven't really like as many times have we talked about it on the podcast like we never this is kind of like we always just kind of come to the conclusion like well I guess we'll yep. just see what happens yeah yeah like if right? our children hate us I guess we'll just chalk it and up I, to social media yeah. <laughs> yeah and and I think it's good to know like I mean it's not like we're posting you know recklessly and like aren't thinking of about course. these things right like I think we try to be as Careful, you know, we, I, I'm careful. I know Katie probably is like, you know, we don't show, we don't post pictures of like the outside of our house with our address, you know, things like that, right. that like obviously we shouldn't be doing. Um, but yeah, you just hope that, I don't know. I hope that in, um, what, what I really hope to be honest, what I really hope if I can, if I can it's be like real. social media blows up. Is that social media blows up and it like somehow goes away <laughs> and we like go back to like calling people on the phone old school and like in 10 years like people won't even remember that there was a social media and our kids will be like oh yeah that like weird thing that was like trendy for a little while like no one even cares yeah, about yeah. that anymore yeah is what if, if i could hus- be honest <laughs> yeah i mean my husband and i talk about this all the time like i you know life happens in cycles right and mm-hmm. and i think that there's a good chance that maybe social media doesn't completely disappear but maybe our kids are going to be like, I don't need to expose so much of my life mm-hmm. to complete right. strangers. Right. Um, and that, really, that's my hope. And, you know, what I found interesting about this article is because I, you know, feel compelled to have to put my kid out there to some extent and because I also want to to some extent, I think I will be a lot more overprotective of my child Mm. with social media like I'm not above looking through his phone or having some kind of like tracker thing on there like that's 100% gonna happen I don't care if it's a violation of his privacy he's a child when he's an adult that's a different thing but as a child it it's important to know what your child it's no different than knowing where your child is at any moment right Mm -hmm. in my opinion Mm -hmm. nope agree um so I, I, what I, that's what I found most interesting is that there's some kind of correlation between right. putting your kids out there and then being okay with them having social media at such a young age. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, um, hey, so I'm going to move on to my mums this week. Um, this is something that I think um, has made our lives easier. Uh, I know kind of Katie's uh, preschool situation, but Ashley, do you, do you send your kiddo to school? Do you have to pack a lunch? I don't. Okay. So this is not for for you yet, but um, at some point when your kids go to school and have to pack a lunch, um, you know, we had been given some, like, hand-me-down, like, you know, Star Wars frozen, like, lunch boxes, like the the old school kind. And I found myself buying a lot of prepackaged stuff because that was just, like, easier to throw in there. And then I'm like, ugh, I hate how much – prepackaged things I'm yeah. putting in their lunches. It's like probably not as healthy. It's not as good for the environment. It's a lot of trash. So I switched to these Bentgo lunch oh, yeah. boxes. Have uh-huh. you heard of these? Uh, I yes. 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 Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, you know, like, of course, pricier than a normal lunch box. But they're, I found them on Amazon for 30 bucks each. You can get, of course, like any kind of like sharks or unicorns or princesses or whatever. Um, and I let my kids pick them out. 
you guys, I love them. Mm-hmm. They have like little compartments. They have like little compartments. So yeah. like you can put in, like you can buy a big old thing of raisins or pretzels or whatever kind of things you want to put in their lunch. And then just, it's, it feels like it's so much more economical mm-hmm. and it's so much less waste, right, of the packaging. And then you put them in the little compartments. You There's one for the sandwich and like all the things. And then you just rinse the tray. You can put the tray in the uh, dishwasher at the end of the week or however frequently you want to do that. Um, I love it, and it feels like, and you know, sometimes it's just like a mind thing. It feels like I'm helping the earth. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not, but it feels yeah. like I am. No, I mean, you are. And sure. it feels like my lunch process is so much easier. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like a mind game, but like I love it. So I can't say any good things about this. Um, and our kids love them because they got to like pick out which design they want. And uh, they actually have even started making their own lunches now. What? Yes. Wow. Yes. At ages five and six, which I was like, can you even do this? But they're like kind of trying. So I'm like, anything that will get them to help out more and me have to do less, I'm all I'm all in for. So the Bentgo Kids and Lunchbox, look it up on Amazon if okay. you need one. I think we have a mermaid one. I think River yeah, has yeah. a mermaid yep. one. Does yep. that sound right? If, mm-hmm. if I may, yes. Um, if you don't want to spend the thirty dollars, okay. There is. I don't know if this is sponsored, so I don't want to. No, 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 no. Okay, go for it. Um, IKEA makes them for oh. under ten dollars. <gasps> they don't have designs, but if you okay. really felt like compelled for design, go on Etsy and find those like you know the sticker the things, stickers that mm-hmm. don't come off in the dishwasher. Um, and they work pretty well. I had oh, them right. for my son for summer camp, and it mm. was, uh, they come in two different sizes. There's a bigger and a smaller. Okay. And the little pieces come out, and you know, it's not one piece. Like, the I know which one you're talking about. It's mm-hmm, not just mm-hmm. one piece, it's mm-hmm. a couple of different, like, trays that come out, but pretty great little doohickey for cheap. Yeah, I love it. And until you're like packing, because this is River's first year of preschool, so until you're packing lunch, it's like you don't really get how, like it's like a whole thing. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly like my least favorite part of my day, I think. Totally. Like for some reason I'm always like, oh gosh, I've got to pack lunches. It like feels like such a burden. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I have to you. send my son to school with a snack, and I feel like that's too much. Yeah, yeah like even that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, snack. Yeah. yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So the last article of the day. This is from Vox. How do you get your kid to do stuff without having to constantly remind them? Mm. Uh, if you feel like you're nagging them, it's a sign that your current system isn't working. Okay. So all moms can agree with this. You know, whether you're saying, don't hit your brother, go do your chores, go do your homework. Like, you feel like you're just on repeat of, like, trying to get these kids to do what you're hoping they'll do. Um, so this article just kind of talks about some some tips, some things that you can try to, like, switch it up and maybe nag a little bit less. Um, so I'm curious, what, what do you guys feel? Ashley, I'll start with you. What do you feel like you say the most to your kid that, like, he just does, like, you just have to say it one million times? Um, in the pandemic, we became one of those no shoes in the house families. Uh-huh. Um, so we have like a whole, you know, like so many other families, a whole little like mud room mm-hmm. set up where mm-hmm. there's a place to put your shoes and your coat and your mask and all of that. And, um, when he comes home, the procedure is take off your shoes and coat. He, for some reason, needs to strip his socks off. So he needs to put yes. that in the little mm-hmm. hamper uh-huh. that I bought him and wash your hands. Mm-hmm. And that little system is so frustrating because every time I say it, I get the, I know, but mm-hmm. then why didn't you do it? So then do it. If you mm-hmm. know, why are we even having this discussion? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Why are there little socks all over my house? Why are there? No, the it's The little funny. socks are everywhere. Because um, everywhere. Like I said, because my daughter is about the same age. It's the same because you know at that age like there's you can't put a lo- there's not a lot of things they can do by themselves, exactly. right? So it's like you got to kind of set your bar pretty low. But it's the same thing. It's like take your sh- like your shoes can't go like in the middle of the hallway. They can't be like right. stuck downstairs. Like they've got to be like you know, like put them in the little basket and then put your socks in the hamper in her room. And like, this is the truth. I found like her socks in like drawers, like <laughs> in like her underwear drawer. Like she, she wants to do it. Like it's there. The impetus is there. But it's she like they can't j- quite nail they it. They just, they just can't quite make it into like the hamper in her room. So yeah. I think it's a choice on my son's part. It's the same thing with like telling him to clean up his toy. Right. Mm-hmm. He throws a tantrum every single time and it has never worked in his favor so why does he keep doing it it drives me crazy Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. yes 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 well so this some of the good tips i thought from this article um one of the things was make the invisible visible yeah right like there's a lot of things that go on to make your house work that the kids just don't don't realize right because they're little kids we did just yeah. recently get chore charts okay how's um, that working out for you they love them they're okay. obsessed with like them like a sticker situation it's like, like a magnetic uh-huh. thing that you put on the fridge and each kid has their own uh-huh. Uh-huh. um and they're obsessed with them and they want to do all the chores now because they we just started like okay if if we do the chore chart and you do your chores you get an allowance uh-huh. you know so they're like ooh so this is a new thing for us and they're really into it but like talk to me in three months because mm-hmm. I feel like of course like anything it's yeah. new so we'll see if it lasts but um I do think what even are though chores uh like feeding the no you're good feeding the dog um putting your clothes again putting the clothes yep. in the hamper you know we like for the young for the, the three-year-old it's just like brush your teeth every day mm-hmm. you know right. um uh, go to bed nicely without yelling <laughs> like that's literally one of hers like they're kind of designed you know one one my son really loves to check the mail so he gets checked the mail on so his he's like individualized then. yes yes okay. they well they kind of like worth like I like to do this can that be one of my chores one sure. of them really likes to put the silverware away when we do the dishes so you know at this point they're so young that I'm like anything that you can do if you're excited about it and you're gonna try to do it like I'm all in like I don't even care right. you know um but so I think that's helpful. Um, and the other one of the other things that I thought was a good tip, you know, which I'm bad at because I'm just kind of like, all right, let's just get it done and move on. But it's like, you know, yeah. maybe reminding them playfully or calmly, you know, like making the trash can talk and be like, I'm full. Please empty me. <laughs> like that feels like a fun thing that would probably get your kids to do it. Like, do I really have the energy or desire to like make these things fun? Do I, like, talk I don't to your garbage know. Can? Of course, of course. But I thought it was a good idea. Like something I hadn't thought of. Um, you know. And the other thing it said too is like just to remember that like right like like I need help remind you know reminders to do my chores sometimes. Yeah. So, like nobody's perfect these kids are going to need more reminders like it's not going to just like magically happen and you're never going to have to remind them ever again um but I I don't know I thought it was some good some good tips for things to try yeah and explaining the I thought it was good it kind of talks about like explain to them like why it's important in the framework of your family like it's you know shoes are like dirty and people could trip on them so it's Mm -hmm. like a good idea Mm -hmm. and you want to be able to find them tomorrow when you put them on so like go ahead and put them where they belong like you know like Mm -hmm. explaining Mm -hmm. the why could be helpful as well instead of like just put those shoes where I told you to put them yeah yeah I've I've, 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 I've tell you yeah 
my son is having some behavioral issues mm-hmm. in the past like two to three weeks that are just driving me up the absolute wall so mm-hmm. like it's, it started with he came out of school two days so they removed mask mandates here mm-hmm. and we're psycho covid people in uh-huh. our house mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. can't be vaccinated we don't eat indoors like i if i'm meeting a friend and we eat indoors that's one thing but if my son's around we are not eating indoors Mm -hmm. um just masks have to be on Mm -hmm. so he's left school like two days without his mask on and the first day I did that I explained why Mm -hmm. and I was very nice and gentle and you know this is the concern and you know Mm -hmm. we don't want you to get sick and blah 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 blah. and then the second day it happened all bets were off i it was like (laughs) i was screaming and i was like do you understand what can happen to you and i i came home i started crying to my mom i like called her and cried and was just like i don't what am i doing wrong here (laughs) so basically she said you know do the reward system so now every day when he comes out of school he gets to go to the bodega and get an ice cream after school then the next behavioral issue was I'm hearing from his teacher that he continues to talk back. And I said to the teacher, wow, I know exactly what you're talking about. He does it to me mm-hmm, all the time. Right. Let me try a reward system. So now this kid gets an ice cream every day after school and a dollar if he gets a good report from his oh, teacher. Oh, wow. Dude, I would be wearing that mask and getting good reports. 100%. And ice cream? Hello? Yes. The, the mask has not been an issue. Occasionally, since we put this in place, the talking back to his mm-hmm. teachers is still an issue. But, like, I, you know, I have mixed feelings about the fact that, my, you know, my kid's getting a buck every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, personally, I should have started with, like, a quarter. I, I don't know. know why. I'm all about bribery, though. I hate to say it. It I know. works. I never it thought works. I'd be a parent who bribes my kids, but I, I do it I all the yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, just have to do whatever works, right? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And it's also like that that you get more bees with honey than vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I get really frustrated when that's not enough. I'm like, I, I don't know what else to do. I, yeah, mean, right? I want to move to an island by myself and live in a hut because I just, I can't deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, well, switching gears, do you have, you know, no, no behavioral issues, all of those things aside, do you have a win for us? Do you have something fantastic that happened? recently uh, well um <laughs> you sound just like us when we do our wins we're like oh, i know oh, it's a rough one this this behavioral thing is really just like i'm at my wits end so it's really hard for me to think positively but he was sick last week so there was some good cuddle time okay. that oh wins. that's always I, nice I, yeah I, yeah, like I remembered I hated that he was sick but it, like oh this is my sweet little boy i mm-hmm, didn't know where he mm-hmm. went um yeah. And also, we got to interview Jim Carrey last week. So, so that's ooh. pretty cool. I didn't listen to it, but I was scrolling uh, on your, uh, like, your, you know, the podcast page. I saw that. Was he cool? Very cool. Um, very serious. Oh. He was very serious. You know, it, they had a lot of press, and it was, like, multiple press days. Right. So we only had four minutes with him. We, we got to ask him one question, and it went into a tangent, a beautiful tangent that was very spiritual and very, you know, current Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, but for me, I was just like, this is the like a gigantic booking so that's a win for yeah. us yeah, yeah. Um, it's so exciting man. living the dream absolutely and yeah i never 
I never thought I'd get to talk to the guy who came out of a rhino's butt when I was little and just thought that was the funniest thing in the world, you know? I love it. I love it. Well, you are doing great things. Uh, We love Montourage. If people want to listen to Montourage, uh, how do they do it? Uh, You can listen to Montourage anywhere you get your podcasts. It's just Montourage. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Momtourage Podcast. It's, we're on uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're dabbling. You know, we're old. We're trying to figure it out. I know. I listened to the um, episode where you guys were talking about, um, like, your TikTok, like, how you were going to make it work. And I was like, I feel this. I know exactly what she's saying. Because Karen and I are, like, the same way. We're, we're like, like, we want to be cool oh, and relevant. We, but, we like, a real, like, and real? That just seems like a lot of work, you know? It's so, so much work. And yeah. I'm like you guys at least work together Carrie and I mean we work together but we work from home separate yeah separately yeah. together yeah. so to get together to record TikTok together yeah. feels like a lot yeah a t- a, yeah a two woman like I'm sure you guys can relate to this but two women doing everything involved in a, a, making a podcast which is more than just recording a podcast yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now I have to add in coming up with videos it's too much it's too I mean, much, too much. I mean, this is also why we're old because i feel like yeah, yeah. those like 20 somethings are like are you kidding me i can like bang nature. out a real yeah. no problem they cranked yeah. out six yeah. instagrams before 10 o'clock this morning you guys yeah um and 100%. just to give you a little uh a mom support here ashley i just have to say like we have been through the behavioral issues of a four-year-old as well oh, yeah katie oh. is hopefully not but no may... i have like a three-nager like i'm like i was hoping yeah. four was better y'all like i don't know i don't know oh. you're not well i just have to say you're not alone and i feel like so many Thank times you. in my parenting i feel like I'm like, is this right? Like, am I doing something wrong? Is there something wrong with my kid? Like, what is going on? So I just feel like anytime I can, I just need to be like, (laughs) I've been there. I've done that. My four-year-old son's issues did get better at five. So hopefully that's the same for you. So I don't know. I just have to say, like, I think we're all in the same boat. And, like, your kid is going to be fantastic. And <laughs> and the social media won't mess any of our children up. Like, everything's going to be fine. Let's just, let's just, everything's going to be fine. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Thank you. I do appreciate that because, you know, constant, you know, the thing about being a, a parent is it's not just the day-to-day physical activities of being a parent Mm -hmm. what's really draining about being a parent is the emotional Mm. and mental Mm. part of being a parent it's the laying in bed after a hard day of parenting wondering what the hell have I done to mess up my child and how much therapy is he gonna have to totally exactly that is and and what am I going to talk to my therapist about on how yes. to not have to make him go to therapy as an actor? Right. That's, that is the work. And yes. that is the draining part of it. So I so appreciate hearing that. <laughs> well, um, we moms have to stick together, right? That's um, right. Yep. But thanks so much, Ashley, for coming on. Um, we wish you Thank guys you, nothing ladies. but the best. It was fun to chat. Thank and you. Um, Hope you get through the rest of your week with uh, lots more wins and lot less, a lot less... Uh, Issues, behavioral yeah. issues. Uh, keep the dollar, <laughs> keep the do- money and the ice cream coming. That's all. Yes, I'm say. I know, I know. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for having me. It was so much fun to chat with you. All right, you have a good one, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. You too. 
Thank you so much to Ashley. Um, that was, I love hearing about other podcasters. I like, it's nice to talk to somebody who's like not in our business, who's like sort of right. doing that entertainment thing. And I love to hear her stories about the mm-hmm, celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sounds so like luxurious and like so bougie. Glamorous. Yeah. So glamorous. But I'll bet it's not. It's just like this business. It's not. She's probably what she'd tell you. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so follow her if yes. you'd like to check to out the Montage. Mm-hmm. Yep. And of course, um, uh, review and subscribe to Anchor Moms as well. Have a great week, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.